Happy Monday, everyone. Hopefully you had a blessed Monday. Hopefully you had a blessed weekend, a relaxing weekend, also one that was maybe productive. Guys, so excited for today's guest, so excited for today's show. It's the last episode of season two. It's crazy to think we've gone through another 12 episodes, another 12 inspiring guests have come and sat here at this desk with me. TV stars, movie stars, an Olympian, a gold medalist, all sharing inspiring stories of obstacles that they've overcome, helping you guys relate to their lives and their journeys, and hopefully giving you some encouragement to continue on yours and to reach some success. As you know, I always like to kind of give a little bit at the beginning to offer some encouragement of what's going on in the world. And for that, I turned to social media this week. And it's something that I saw that kind of, you know, irked me a little bit. And I want to offer some encouragement is obviously social media and Twitter is an easy place to offer criticism. You have 280 characters to just say whatever you want. People don't see you actually saying it. And I noticed something this week between Kanye and someone that he praised who was not like Kanye. It was a girl named Candace Owens. And he said, oh, I like the way she thinks. Seven words. And it really just lit a firestorm because people say, how dare you side with that person? And I want to encourage you guys, it's okay to say something nice about someone that has opposing views, someone that you might not always agree with. It's okay to say something nice. Find that common ground. And I'm reminded of a quote from Rick Warren who says, quote, Our culture has accepted two huge lies. The first is that if you disagree with someone's lifestyle, you must fear or hate them. The second is that if you love someone, that means that you agree with everything they believe and do. Both are nonsense. You don't have to compromise convictions to be compassionate. So please find some common ground with someone who you don't agree with. That's the way that we can show love to them. That's the way that we can all come together and make this world a better place. Our guest today certainly is, you know, igniting people all across both spectrums, no matter what they believe in. She has certainly brought them together. Her videos are incredible on Instagram, going out to her 1.9 million followers. Each gets more than a million views. Her choreography, her dance, but she is also an actress who has starred in TV shows and movies, TNT's The Last Ship. She's been in Step Up on YouTube Red. She's been in Batman vs. Superman. Incredibly talented young lady. Please welcome Jade Shanath. Jade, how you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. I'm happy to be here and great weather so there's nothing to be mad about right it's hard to you know even when things are down here in southern california you go outside and it's 75 or 80 degrees it's pretty nice right exactly it just puts a smile on your face do you do a lot of dancing uh, outside i know a lot of your stuff is in the studio you need to have one with like a retractable roof exactly i should do that my next apartment i'm gonna install like a freaking window (laughs) it's gonna be great absolutely for people who don't know uh follow you away from the show on instagram at jadebug98 on twitter at jade shanath you're also on youtube posting your videos if you guys want to follow me after the show you can do that at the only mc on instagram and on twitter and certainly popcorn talk network we're so grateful to be here at the popcorn talk on instagram and on twitter people who don't know your videos i want to be able to show a clip or a couple clips to them to be able to show just how talented you are (laughs) we got one we're going to start playing here sounds good is it amazing to think how many people are seeing your videos i mean Uh, hundreds and thousands and millions of people it's it's crazy because it's nothing that i ever set out to do I never was going after the following or the views. It was just something that I loved, and I always knew that whatever I chose to do in life, whatever my passion was and whatever I went with, I wanted it to affect people. And, Mm -hmm. like, 
that's the coolest part about it is that I'm I'm reaching people and people are being inspired. It's, it's still crazy that I see that number every day. I've never really been like, <laughs> oh my gosh, followers, but like it's it's crazy and I'm just really grateful for it if anything. So you look at this, how long does it take for something like this, a video to get put together? People see the minute long clip what goes into a video like this? Well, every class is an, about an hour and a half usually. Okay. Or it's an, either an hour, an hour and a half, or two hours, but most commonly an hour and a half. You have like 45 minutes to learn the dance, and then you start doing groups, so it's in smaller, so you have more room to mm -hmm. dance. And then if the choreographer likes what you're doing, she'll call you out, or he'll call you out, and have you go out and do it, either with other people or by yourself, and that's kind of what happens there. So you have that 45 minutes and then the 30 30-ish minutes to Go, dance. Going into the class, do you know any of the choreography or no. what the song you, you or anything is? You learn everything there. Really? I mean, you can always ask if you have a relationship with the choreographer. Like, hey, what's the vibe for tonight? What, what's, what are we yeah. going for? I, I tend to do that just because I like to dress up for class. <laughs> so I like my outfit to be appropriate. But you don't know any of the, the combos unless you're assisting them and that's your mm -hmm. job is to be the assistant and show the choreography. But... Most of the time, no. So is it all choreographed, or is there any where you're stepping out and just adding a little flair? There's a lot of steps that they'll have that they're like, okay, now do whatever arms or whatever vibe okay. you want on this. And then at the end of every choreography, there's usually like a solid amount of freestyle at wow. the end where you just do whatever you, you Now be like. honest, can anyone dance like this? And I'm not just asking for myself, because obviously I can't. But anyone else, can anyone else dance like this or learn to, to dance like this? Oh, 100%. I, I mean, everyone starts from the ground up, and I did too. I just started a little bit earlier, so I guess that's <laughs> why people are like, she's too, she's so young, like it's impossible, but I just started so young. But mm -hmm. there's so many people in the industry that have become huge, amazing choreographers and dancers that started older than I am now, yeah. and they're they're still killing it, and they're more talented, and I look up to them, so mm -hmm. it's definitely possible if you put in the work to anything, I think you can achieve anything. We talked about the connection with your fans, and I know that's something that you said you want to be able to bring joy into their lives and be able to help them out. How is that important to you, and what do you do? I mean, I know you're a lot on Instagram Live. What kind of videos do you do there, and what do you learn from that and hear from people? I guess I am really just trying to give off my most genuine self on my mm -hmm. Instagram. I don't ever want to portray something fake because that's what will really get your audience to more gravitate towards you is when you're genuine and you are mm -hmm. really just being yourself and being something new and fresh that they haven't seen. And I think I do that by giving them dance videos and taking class and really showing my emotion and my experience and my expressions through those dances. And yes, I try to do like live stories and, and Instagram stories and answer questions and respond to comments so that everyone really feels that I'm engaged with them because they're obviously giving me that energy and it's I feel like it's my job to give it back because you, you want a relationship oh, yeah. with the people. That's the cool thing about social media. It's you incredible. get to know so many people without actually face-to-face -face knowing them. And 1.9 million followers on Instagram. It's Again, crazy. that's, that's mind-blowing. It is. It is really mind-blowing. I ne really never thought it, that was what was going to go on in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Do you care about the views? I mean, is that something that you, you think about? Of like, oh, I'm putting this out there and I want it to get so many? Or you just hope that it just catches fire? 
I feel like I'm not super hard on the whole Instagram thing of mm-hmm. like, oh, and I didn't get as much. But you also have to utilize what we're given. And I feel like dancers especially haven't really had the limelight. We're always dancing behind people, and that's like the goal mm-hmm. is to become a backup dancer. Yeah. So I feel like we might as well utilize this tool that we're given to really become our own stars and our own performers and our own people and have our own following so i'm all about utilizing it to the best of our abilities and really showcasing ourselves and putting ourselves out there in that sense but at the same time if people don't like my picture as much i'm like okay whatever (laughs) of course you want it to continue to to keep growing but i don't want that to be because of things like because I had to hang out with certain people or do a certain class. I just want it to be because I am me and they actually genuinely like what I'm doing. And I think you hit the nail on the head when you said a lot of people, you know, think of dancers and choreography and they they think of people in the background. And Instagram has changed that so much. Oh, 100%. On the Explore page, I'll be going through and it'll say dance video and it's like all of them are getting... So many dancers. It's incredible. Hundreds of thousands of views and I think really allowing people to see the talent that dancers have. Oh, for sure. And there's so many talented dancers, too. And I feel like it's been cool to kind of, like, be a part of this generation and lead mm-hmm. the dancers into this new era of social media. And it's cool to see it happening for so many other people, too, and people that you respect. And it, it's, of course, there's different views of social media yeah. in the dance industry. There's always, like, the people who... Or, this isn't dance. This is not what we do. We're we're yep. doing it for our own genuine expression. But I think people often get the misconception of social media has to change you. You have to become something. You have to put up this facade to get followers. But I don't necessarily think that's true because I didn't do it. And it mm-hmm. worked for me, I guess. <laughs> so I, I just think that we might as well give it a shot and utilize it. It's gonna yeah. If it can help you make yeah. money and you know, really make this into a long-lasting career, you might as well take everything you can. Have Instagram be a reflection of you, not the other way around. Exactly, 100%. Yeah, And one of, one of the things that I know you're doing to connect with your fans is fit to be it. I know that's a great way that you're, yes. you're reaching out and being able to offer some of the things that people are asking for. Uh, yeah, that's the whole reason. I started I started a website. It's called jade-schnoff.com, if anyone is wondering. Um, but it is my personal website. It's all mm-hmm. my lifestyle videos. And I've also been in partnership with fit to be it And that's something that really inspires me because being healthy and feeling strong and confident is important for everybody. If you're going to put yourself out there, you want your body to be as it work as great as it can. Mm-hmm. And for me, doing this project was really to give back to all the people supporting me because that is my life. My life is dancing. My life is what I do on the daily basis. My life is fitness. So for me, giving that back to them was really important. And I wanted to really listen to what they had to say too. We actually had a questionnaire on there that they could ask, that they answered to me what fit to be it means to them. And I actually got emotional with some of the responses, knowing people's backgrounds and knowing the hard times that they've been through or the views that they have on themselves, good or bad. It was really touching that they would openly say that to me. So I immediately reached out to them and offered them these programs for free and was asking if I could really help them in this sense Mm -hmm. because it's cool that people really can open up to someone that they don't no yeah. face to face, but I can also help them. What what were they saying? I mean, what are some of the things that they're some of sharing the things that you? they they would share was just you know they've never felt confident in their body mm-hmm. and they want fit to be. It means that they're 
their happiest self. They appreciate their bodies for what they are. They feel healthy and strong. They, oh, some people had eating disorders before. Wow. Some people had bad self-body mm-hmm. images. And whether or not you have this shape that you want, as long as you're feeling healthy and knowing that you're putting mm-hmm. into your body what it deserves and you, feeling good about yourself is what life's all about. To be happy is what the end goal is. Yeah. So for me, I was able to offer them these programs and it, I am teaching them how to eat like me, how to do the workouts that I do, even how to dance with me because wow. they're actually... We're actually putting out workshops for dancing um, that are my combos and other amazing choreographers in the industry. And actually, coming soon, we have lowered the price a lot for the lifestyle subscription. Fantastic. It's only going to be a dollar ninety nine a month, which is a lot better a than mu- month. That's yes. like twenty four. It's like why not? Exactly. Wow. You 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 pay dollar ninety nine to get yeah exactly bonus coins on games on your app. So exactly. like you might as well yeah. And there and once you sign up for the membership, mm-hmm. you'll get discounts on the other things but i have ebooks Fantastic. like with cookbooks i have how to eat books and when you do the fit to be at lifestyle it's cool because you actually log in what you want to eat and work out for the day it'll give you a list so that you can kind of you know you choose from what you like and mm-hmm. it'll give you like one grain like one poultry meat protein one like the, the fat essentials and all those things and then it'll have your workout day to day based off what your goals are mm-hmm. if you want to lose weight if you want to gain muscle if you want to gain weight in general if you want to lean out it's it has all mm-hmm. of those options which is the best part about it for me because i know everyone has different body types and it's hard to be like oh i'm going to do the same workout yeah. that my friend who we are completely different is doing it's not you're never going to have the same yeah. results so it's very personalized and that's what i really wanted to give back to and them. it's a community exactly people can give back their feedback to me which is super important because i want to hear what people want to see and even in the beginning in our in our testing stages, they wanted to see more dance. So that's mm-hmm. what I gave them. And they wanted it, it to be a little more affordable because a lot of these people are teenagers out there and they already have subscriptions to all these other things. <laughs> so you might as well make it something that everyone can really feel like they're a part of. And and I, I want everyone to feel safe in this and to feel like there's no yeah. judgments. And once they have their transformations, we've really push them to share it with us and we'll post it on our website and give free giveaways every month for the people who are feeling like they're really doing it, especially with the dances, they can post mm-hmm. their version of the choreography and we'll pick a winner each month and give awesome. giveaways and things that I enjoy, like I give a little gift package with things that I like to use or things that I like to do and Fantastic. yeah, it's really Buck 99 a month. And what's the website one more time? Fit to be it. It's jade-shanoth.com. There we go. Making it really yes. easy. We'll definitely tweet yes. about that. Thank yeah. you. Talking about, you know, you started dancing at your young age. How young was that? I think the first dance class my mom put me in was I was like two years old. Two? My my aunt had a studio, so it was. It, I was of course not taking it seriously. Yeah. I was running around in a little tutu, and that was the <laughs> best part about it. But I, I didn't really. I, I I danced ever since I can remember. I actually had a choice at one time to do dance or gymnastics. I'm pretty sure I chose gymnastics, but I was <laughs> so young that my mom's like, "We're not sitting through those meets. We're good. Like, you're gonna dance." Which I. Now knowing, I still would choose dance. It's would, worked out pretty well. It has worked out pretty well. It's It's been a journey, though. Mm-hmm. Everyone thinks just because of where I'm at now that it's been easy. And especially because I'm a younger age at where I'm mm-hmm. at now, people think that I must have just had it handed to me. And even when we have Q&As with other amazing choreographers, they're like, 
And people ask questions about, oh, how was it getting here? How was it? Da, da, da. And they're like, well, you know, for some people, you know, it's just like it's natural for them. And I'm like, but no, that's wow. not what it is. It, it, mm-hmm. it, I just started so much younger and I, I had to sacrifice different things than most yeah. people did. I was really lucky in the sense of having a family that was supportive. Mm-hmm. I know that can be hard for other people, but it it's it's been a roller coaster ride. I mean, I had to give up school and give up that normal kid life to be able mm-hmm. to travel because I I couldn't sustain going to school and having the right amount of, you know, attendance and being able to know what the lessons are talking about and I had to get tutoring on the road. I'd be doing it in the mm-hmm. car, I'd be doing it on the way to a job and I spent most of my life on an airplane or in a car driving back and forth from Utah to California or flying from Utah to, Utah to California. And I mean Having my family though support me made it all. It made it yeah. feel like I wasn't doing a job. Yeah, and I think that's what probably most people don't know this about me because I never looked at it as a bad thing. Because my parents really always made sure that it felt like the dream life mm-hmm. rather than the sacrifice life. So to me, not going to school, I didn't really understand that it wasn't normal. Now looking back, of course, like you want those normal high school experiences yeah. that everybody has, but. They they made it possible where I could go to dances and every once in a while I'd keep my friends and I mean that's also friends that's also one of the hardest parts about this industry is I had so many people that were close to me and they were super supportive of my success until my success became a rival and a competition for them wow. then you see people change and you see people kind of distance themselves from you and it, it gets really kind of lonely mm-hmm. of course I had my family but you lose a lot of people on the journey and you don't know who's really genuinely caring Mm -hmm. about you and who really wants you to make it or what they're saying when you're gone. And I had to kind of isolate myself in the sense of, I can't care what everyone thinks about me. And that's when I met people who don't care about what anybody else thinks about them. And then that's how you find the people that you kind of gel with and you vibe with. But I mean, I I had to sleep on floors. (laughs) I would sleep in my car with my mom. I shared a bed with my mom for six years. So shout out to my mom for sharing a bed with her child. She already went through those college days. Was this on road trips or where was this? Road trips. It was coming to L.A. I didn't have places to stay. So I'd have to find a last minute thing and I would have to cancel school and fly out really quick just to get told that the audition was over. So I'd fly back and I would sleep on, luckily I had people who would give their floor to me but I would sleep with like little cats on the floor you'd have little they poop poop right next to you it was gross it wasn't like wow. it wasn't the dream life of course and there's six people in a one bedroom apartment at one point and there are two moms three moms and it, it gets a little hard especially because they're grown women they have their own lives mm-hmm. and they're sacrificing it to kind of go through the same thing that they've already been through and I mean yeah, sharing a bed with my mom, we, we got really close. But then again, you, you start you feeling like you have to grow up faster. I, I think that's something that happened to me is I definitely grew up faster. I feel like my brain is on a different level than my actual age of my body. Yeah, because you've experienced so I've much. experienced life at a young age. I've had to go through, you know, harder things. And it, it's it's been hard not seeing my family, too. And, you know... I am positive about it, but, like, of course, I would have liked to have kept relationships closer with certain people and being able to be there for birthdays and Mm -hmm. be there for graduations. And I've missed so many things in my family's lives that that's also what's 
pushing me to work harder now is so that I can give back to them for everything that they've sacrificed for me. What is going through your mind when you're a young child and you're, you know the dream and the goal that you're pushing towards, but then you're experiencing the day-to-day of sleeping on a couch, of sleeping in a car. What is going through your mind when you're sleeping on that floor? For me, at at the time, I didn't think anything of it. I just thought it was so cool that I could come out here and Hmm. that I didn't even know when I was dancing in Utah that this was even a possibility, that L.A. was even a thing. I knew that you could be a background dancer, but I didn't know the training that was out here, the, the opportunity that was out here, having you know agents and managers it was it was kind of all hollywood movie type Mm -hmm. thing i didn't really realize that it was possible for everyone i thought if you just took a certain path that's how you get there and i it's different for everybody but i guess i just was super excited about the opportunity and my mom always made sure that i was comfortable in every situation she never put me in something that i'd be uncomfortable in so it i never viewed it as a bad thing how do you look back on that now and see that it has maybe benefited you? I 100% think it benefited me. It, it is harder for people to appreciate things when they're handed, to, handed mm-hmm. to them. It's made me realize that everyone comes from different backgrounds, and it makes me realize how far I have come even from then, of being able to now financially support myself when before we were wondering how we were going to send me out to L.A. My family was going to send me out mm-hmm. to L.A. Now I can do it myself. And that's the craziest part is I never thought I was so expensive, like everything. Yeah. I learned money things at a very young age. I learned how to, you know, be able to financially support myself, how much it costs. It would, normally you don't have to worry about that at that age. You're just, you know, enjoying the ride. But I think overall it's humbled me and made me more grounded mm-hmm. because ultimately being a nice person a good person is what it's all about and I feel like a lot of the times it can get to people's head the success can get to people's heads mm-hmm. and change them and I've seen it I've seen it all the time LA is the number one place for it because everyone's going after the same dream and and they feel like they have to act or be a certain way to get there because everyone else is doing it and I feel like that's the best compliment I ever received was that Jade, you're the same person I met when you were 12 years old. Like, that is ultimately the best thing. Because I, I want people to know that I'm a genuine, nice person. Obviously, yeah. I am. I have my feisty side and my competitive side. But the competition isn't with other people. It's only with myself. And I feel like people can have that misconception. Even with dance videos, I'm, I'm portrayed as this certain thing up there. <laughs> I, people a lot of times think I'm super serious and, like, sassy, but I'm not. I'm, like, a total goofball, <laughs> and I'm nature head. I'm hippie at life, you know, like, sporty. But people don't get to see that side of you, so I just try to make that everyone aware that I am still that same person. And, and I want my family to always know that when I come back, I'm that same person. Yeah. I guess they're the best people that judge that and i think that's what you do in your live instagram videos and the other content that you provide through fit to be it and just showing people that other side to say yes dance is what i do and for a certain part it is who i am but it doesn't define me exactly it it will never define you i everyone's something more than what they portray on instagram Hmm. there's so many layers to a person their job who they are when they're not doing things like you, you have so many different sides of you and I always want people to know that I'm not just one thing I, I have multiple sides to me and everyone does starting at age two we've talked about your journey has there ever been a break or literally has it been since age two that you've been taking classes 
doing performances on that grind. I guess I never I didn't go out to LA until I was twelve. Okay. So from two and on I was just doing the dance competition life. I was you know, I would go to school all day and then straight from dance I would or straight from school I'd go to dance and that would be until like midnight and my mom actually had to work at the studio to be able to afford me taking dance classes because eventually I had to move studios from my aunt's mm-hmm. studio to something I was closer and had more of the opportunity that I was seeking out but I you know I trained every day I danced every day and I just thought that was it and I thought how many hours is that a day when I was younger I would probably dance from 4 p.m. until 12 so six to eight hours a day when you're in your like eight nine ten yeah that was the prime time yeah, it, it was crazy. I, I never thought it was crazy, though, because it was fun for me. It, yeah. I remember falling asleep doing homework all the time, but it, it's not. There's so many kids that do that life that we just don't know about. Mm-hmm. It's a whole different life, the, the dance competition life. So it wasn't ever like, oh, I'm doing more than everybody else. I n- knew so many other people that yeah. were doing it. But when I was around 11, I went to this dance convention. There's these conventions that are every weekend. They travel okay. to different cities, and it was called the Pulse on Tour. It had all the major choreographers in L.A., Brian Friedman, Mia Michaels, Lorianne Gibson, Dave Scott, like all these crazy people, Ty Stewart, all th- that do all the tours, all the music videos, all mm-hmm. the movies that feature dance. Yeah. And I got a scholarship where I could assist them throughout the whole next year. I'd be the assistant on stage. So that's kind of – that was my – breakthrough point i didn't realize it most people don't it it depends what you want to do with it after Mm -hmm. but i got to assist all these choreographers weekly and that's when i think i grew the most in my skill my skill set that's when i grew the most not necessarily opportunity wise but as a dancer i became a whole nother a whole nother thing and i think that really took me to the next level just being put on that pressure to know that i'm demonstrating it for the rest of Mm -hmm. the convention where there's thousands of kids and I had older people in the older rooms that I would look up to and know that I wanted to be like that. And one of them actually made like a little dance crew and we auditioned for America's Best Dance Crew. And that was my first real trip to L.A. And my, I was like, oh, my gosh. First it's thoughts, real. First impressions when you see L.A. It's like a vacation all the time. <laughs> It was. It, there's palm trees. It's warm all the time. I'm having winter, and I'm over here in the sun, like, tanning, and there's a beach, and there's classes for days. So many yeah. people that I see in videos that I never even thought I'd be able to meet in person, and mm-hmm. I'm taking their class. And we didn't end up making it onto the show that season, but it got me started. And from there, I got my first job through a friend that I met on the convention, and it was for um, the 2011 Kids' Choice Awards. I got to dance with Jack Black. It was insane. <laughs> and even if you look back at the kids that did that job with me, there was Cameron Boyce, and now he's this huge actor. Yep. He's on Disney Channel. Mm-hmm. He was in Adam Sandler's movies. And then there's Cameron Bickendova, who is now Catwoman on um, Gotham. Yep. It's just crazy to see where everyone goes. But at the time, we were just kids like, oh, my gosh, it's Jack Black. <laughs> I totally embarrassed myself, too. <laughs> I went up to him, and I, like, put my hand on the wall, and I was like, these are my stretchy pants. And I, like, clenched my butt, and no one got it except for him. Him, but at least he in got front it. of him in front of him my mom was like <laughs> i was such a tomboy too i was always in basketball shorts you know like one of the guys <laughs> so you know I've, I've i've grown since there from from that point but 
that job got me my agency, which was amazing. And mm-hmm. they obviously set me out on many auditions, and I did a lot of things like the VMAs for Britney Spears. I did the Britney tribute. I got to be her little mini-me in one of her music videos. I did another Kids' Choice Awards. I did multiple music videos. And then from there, I got a management. And I'm still with him now, and he's the best. Shout out to BTB Management. Um, They got me my acting agency as well. And my first acting job was 300 Rise of an Empire. Didn't even know it was for 300 because it was, you know, kind of undercover. Like, mm-hmm. you don't know what you're auditioning mm-hmm. for. They don't want it to get out. They told me to prepare a, a fight scene and to have a little scene where, like, I pretend like I'm trapped and I can't get out, but no words, right? It was, it was just a, it was a quiet scene. So I'm like, okay. I remember a girl walks in with a sword. I'm like, <laughs> why is she bringing a sword? And then they're 300, and I was like, oh, my gosh. Oh, well, sword. that would be why oh, there's a sword. I probably should have brought a sword. But it was so cool because it was this intimate audition, and I had to do my fight scene in literally a square, and I had flips in it. I was prepared. I was going to do everything. I'm going to book this job. And it was cool because when I booked it and they told me it was 300, not only was I excited that I booked my first acting job, but when I got to tell my brothers and my dad that it was oh for 300, yes. oh my gosh, they flipped out. It was because we... I grew up on that, even though I couldn't watch some of the scenes. But yeah. I grew up on that stuff, like Troy, like all those action films. Mm, it's always been so something good. I wanted to do. You know, yep. That's what I did when I was younger. I played pretend all the time. My Barbies had swords. <laughs> like, they weren't conventional Barbies. They were kicking butt and yeah. playing with bionicles and stuff. That's That was my route. But it, it's been cool that every job that I've booked has to do with what I'm interested in and what I really want in the future because then after that I got The Last Ship mm-hmm. and I played one of the main character's daughters and I got to shoot guns and I got to have army training. And right like, up your alley. Oh my gosh, it was the best. <laughs> Even the sword training for 300, it was a week long and it was it was like a freaking treat for me. Do you I remember it? If you got into a fight with someone in an alley in LA, would they lose? If I had a sword, they'd lose. Okay. Even I've done some fight training too. Okay, I did this little video um, for Instagram with one of my good friends, Derek Pueblo. He is based at, in Utah, and he wanted mm-hmm. to basically shoot a scene from a movie so that someone would potentially pick it up to make it the whole yeah. movie. And it was great because I got to work with um, Lily Singh. Oh yeah, yes, and she was Huge a comedian. Right? Oh my gosh, it was she's hilarious. But it's basically a little scene of her and I shopping in a mall, and these guys are coming behind us, and we're like, we think they're hitting on us instead of them actually. It's quite obvious that they're not <laughs> hitting on us, but we don't get it, right? So we come in, and they follow us into the, sh- into the store, and they're like, we need to talk with you. And I'm like, yeah, is that what you use on all the girls? Like, it's like... Uh, and then they start putting their hand on my shoulder, and I just go off and kick all their butts. It's great. It's literally, like, my dream. <laughs> and I got to have all this training, and we did... All, all the stunts were done by me, and that's what's been cool is every time I've done anything, I've gotten to do my own stunts. Because mm-hmm. that's what I ultimately want to do is, I'm not going to say if, I'm going to say when. When I make it, I am going to do all my stunts. I want to be able to not have anybody do them for me. I want to say it's fully mine, mm-hmm. and I want I, I enjoy it, too. I have a huge respect for stunt people though because after that job I didn't realize how bad everything hurt. Yeah. It hurts. The next day to get kicked two days like later. even though it's in a good spot, you know, I, I had like a goose egg on, I chipped my tooth, I hurt my ankle really bad. It was just like 
this is just one job, one scene, <laughs> you know. But it was one of the best videos I have ever done, and I still can use it for like my reel and everything today, and have that training in my back pocket and. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just been great. And then I got to book Step Up and yeah. being able to be that was combines, my first lead job. Right. Combines both Dance your passions. and acting. That's what I was really scared about with acting was mm. even though dancing wasn't what I wanted as my career, it was something that I'm always going to be passionate about. I always want it in my life. And I was like, oh, when I book something and I have to leave, I'm not going to be able to dance. So mm. I got this job and it's my first lead role and I get to do both. It was, yeah. it was perfect. And it's... It, it turned out great too and you know dancing mixed with acting can become cheesy but I feel like they really took a fresh fresh perspective on it mm-hmm. by putting it in a school mm-hmm. because that makes sense while we're dancing it makes sense while we'll randomly like you know like be in the studio dancing not just random dancing somewhere yeah you and know? that's on YouTube right it's 10 episodes it just came out earlier this yes, year yes it's 10 episodes they're 60 minutes long like an hour a minute mm-hmm. yeah what a, and that's season one? Is there talks season for season one. two there or three? Or what can two. you give us? I can't give anything. Ah. I'm sorry. But it's cool. It's amazing. I feel like the reviews have been really great. Mm-hmm. And the feedback has been great. And we've gotten so many fans of it. And I think that it's really going to do something great. It's it's hard because with YouTube Red, I feel like we're the guinea pig show. Yeah. With, you know, trying to establish that YouTube has series now and it has this whole nother like let's say netflix side of it where you can get your own shows and you can get your own anything you know and i feel like you'll start picking up speed and getting more audience and viewers you're not the guinea pig you're the point of the spear we are the point of the spear we are the stars I'd like to say. You're talking about <laughs> that you haven't had a break then since age two. Have you experienced burnout? Has there been a time where you think, I want to step away from it all. I want to take a couple month break, a six month, a year, just an extended period to not do this all the time. It gets hard. It gets a lot. There's, I mean, you're me constantly under pressure. I feel like... Even, you know, with the friend thing I said, it's hard. You don't know who you can trust, especially now being older. I feel like it's gotten harder just because I'm more aware of it. I'm more aware that, oh, that person doesn't like me. Before I was just like, yeah, you know, we got (laughs) I don't know, everyone likes me. But, and being able to know that, like, I have to financially support myself. If something's not going on, I have to make something happen for myself. But... I feel like the burnout is kind of... I went through a stage of it probably when I was younger, but my mom was so good at making their... Like, bringing normal life stuff to me. I We always would go on... We'd get to go to theme parks a lot. I had my friend group when I was younger, and we'd, we'd she'd always let me have sleepovers and make it feel as normal as possible. So that wasn't as hard for me, but I remember being like, oh, my gosh, I don't know how I'm going to be able to dance like this all the time. And I think that's when I kind of transitioned into acting. And I think that's kind of given me a balance mm-hmm. is having two things that I can go after rather than it just being all dance and, and taking the fun out of dance by mm-hmm. being like, I have to make money from this. This is a job rather than something I love. And I I am very good at making myself have that relaxation time. I'm all about, you know, having both sides of it, making sure everything 
is balanced. I'm all about the balanced yeah. lifestyle. I'm always the first to be like, hey, I'm not doing anything today. I'm going to the movies. I'm going to the movies. And now I'm... <laughs> Do you have I'm, movie pass? I don't have movie pass. Oh, I, really I don't either, so I can't like, make you feel okay, bad about it. I'm just... But we should both get it together. Done. Okay, done. Awesome. I'm going to do it. That's <laughs> kind of a bad idea, though, because I love movies. <laughs> I feel like they're also like training, though. For me, I view movies totally different. That's the attitude to have. Yes. See, you're not going for entertainment alone. Mom, this is work. Exactly. I'm working. Makes you, sense. Do not disturb. I'm working. Really. <laughs> but I, I love them, and I, I do see them a lot differently since mm-hmm. I've gotten into the acting industry. Like, you know, seeing their choices and how they they you know, handle each scene yeah. or the character and knowing the actor and seeing them in different things and then seeing them in other shows. It's it's awesome. But ultimately, I'm really good at balancing out my life. I want to travel, so I started traveling and in order to be able to pay for it as well, I'm teaching as I'm doing it. But it still allows me to feel like I'm getting a break away from the L.A. scene at least. I'm out experiencing life, what I would want to do normally, and I'm making money doing it. Mm-hmm. And I take time for myself a lot i that's why i have fitness in my life too i love hiking i love being outdoors and that's a really kind of a break for me is being able to go and you know detach from la what is the biggest thing in high school obviously you were really traveling out here that you wish that you were able to partake in uh, when With you were actually high in high school experience. in high school experience i mean i did online school so i guess actually going to mm-hmm. school would have been nice and you don't I look at it now and I, I look at the problems that I had even when I was doing dance competitions. I'm like, those are nothing. They're not. Just being able to world. feel like yeah. the worst thing I have to do is a paper would be great. <laughs> that would have been amazing. And, you know, just build, even though I feel like I have the friends that I want and need right now, building that relationship and keeping even stronger friendships with the people from Utah would have been great. And I, I've. For me, it wasn't even school as much as being more around my family, getting to be around my grandparents and my cousins and watching them grow up and being with my family is the most important thing to me. I got to go to a couple of dances, so I didn't miss out on that. And I still have a lot of my close friends from Utah, so it it was great. I also went to a performing arts school that was the school part was online, and then you'd attend for the dancing and the singing and the acting. Awesome. And it would count when I would go to L.A. So I made a lot of close friends when I was there, too. kind of gave it more that normal school vibe, even though who really does a performing arts school and has to do their school online? <laughs> no one. But it, it still gave that same feeling. I had my friends. I had, you know, dance in school. And, and you knew at that point that you were investing in your future. Exactly. And that I... I think when I was around 14, 15, that's when I was like, yep, this is what it is. Mm -hmm. This is what I'm doing. This is when I I realize the sacrifices that I'm making, but I'm making them for a reason. Exactly. It started started clicking more that this was not fantasy land, that it's actually, you know, something that's going to become my life. Mm -hmm. A lot of dancers, a lot of people, a lot of girls, especially young girls, you know, they deal with issues of appearance. Oh, yeah. And I imagine that that is something that you maybe went through. Uh, Again, I think a lot of girls went through that and still go through that. How do you combat that? Uh, People looking at you and whatever you're wearing and 
possibly judging you or you telling yourself that they might be judging you. Right. How do you combat that, especially in today's world? Uh, yeah, today's world's hard even more so because there's social media, so you're literally putting yourself mm-hmm. out there. Um, for me, I think it was great that I was raised with brothers because they have more of that carefree spirit. Things aren't as serious as you think they are. They wouldn't let me get dramatic about certain things that I might have normally done if I was allowed to, you know? Um, I I mean, everyone has their internal problems, and of course there's, I'm like, ew, I hate this part of myself. I don't like this part of myself. But for the most part, I don't, I've learned to not care what people think. That's what how I've battled it. Mm-hmm. Like, I care in the sense I will always respect people and value, you know, constructive criticism. But who's to say I'm not enough of this and I'm not enough of that? Even when I'm dancing, I'm not dancing in the sense for other people to appease them. I'm dancing to convey a message and to portray what I'm feeling. It's more for yourself to then affect other people rather than being like, I'm going to impress this person. Oh, gosh, they saw me mess <laughs> up. It, it, for me, you just have to realize that you are worth it and there's anything you put your mind to, you can change naturally. You know, and with, with self-body images, it's most important to be happy if you know, starving yourself isn't going to make you happy. No. You have to be healthy, too. And being healthy will ultimately make your life better. When you're happy, your image of yourself is so much better. And I feel like even with being judged by other people, the acting is prime for that. You go in to basically be told yep. what you are and what you're not. And you're not this. You're not right for this part because you're not skinny enough or you're not blonde enough. But I can dye my hair. They don't care. <laughs> you know, you're not tall enough. You're this or this. And you just got to take everything with a grain of salt. Know that things are meant to come your way. If, if, if they happen, it's meant to be. If they don't happen, it's also meant to be. And as long as you s- surround yourself with people who motivate you and inspire you and push you to be better but also make you feel great about yourself I think that's the best thing to do is to surround yourself with great people but also to love yourself enough to not depend on the love of other people that's the most important so finding your inner beauty and knowing your worth and knowing that you can literally accomplish anything you put your mind to helps a lot with that it gives you this inner Mm self-confidence that doesn't come across as arrogance people are worried about coming across arrogant like oh i can't act like i'm this because people not like me you can act like that but you as long as you're a great person it it won't come across the wrong way and it's okay not to develop that attitude overnight because it takes time oh it does it 100 percent does and it took time for me it you know 14 15 you're like developing into your body you don't know what's going on i and my roommate and i are complete opposites she's 510 beautiful blonde model body i am mm-hmm. always been the short muscular stocky tomboy like complete <laughs> opposites and i had to learn that it was okay cuz not that i ever felt competition to her but i was like oh maybe i shouldn't eat that or like why am i look like this but she doesn't and we ate the same thing you just got to you just got to learn that Both everyone's different exactly everything's beautiful and you can make your body strong and healthy and that's the most part important part healthy Healthy mm-hmm. equals happy. Happy equals great <laughs> life. So, yes, that's what it's all about. Fantastic attitude. What drives you in everything that you do, in dance and acting, in the life that you lead and the, how busy you are? What drives you to keep going? 
I'm a very competitive person with myself. So I think what drives me is knowing that I can be better than I was hmm. today, better than I was yesterday. And I watch all my dance videos back, like even a couple months back, and I'll be like, am I better? If the answer is no, then I know I can become better. It's possible for everybody. And I feel like also for me, knowing that I can literally make anything possible, I feel like with these talk shows, seeing people's backgrounds, knowing where they came from, or just doing your research on other people's lives and getting to know them and their journey, you really can make anything happen for yourself. And that's the coolest part is what is meant to be will be, but you can also change that. You can become whatever you want and even from where I came from till now it's a huge testament of it I am so inspired by my past and where I'm at now that I can keep going for it and it's always you have to put those positive energies and those positive mm -hmm. words into your body and your mindset because if you tell yourself negative things that's what will take you down it's ultimately you that's going to get you there and you just have to empower yourself and I think that I feel empowered seeing other people succeed I don't feel like I'm it's taken away from me and I feel empowered knowing that I have already made changes so I think just being positive and knowing that anything's possible is what motivates me in 30 40 50 years a question that I love to ask okay is in 30 40 50 years when you've achieved you know a bunch of success and you look back on your life and other people look back on your life what is three things that you want people to look at your life and be able to take from it? I want people to look back and see that I have inspired people with my work. I used it for the right reason. I used that, my talent for the right purpose. I want people to also see that I never held back. I took full opportunity of everything that came my way. And I also want people to see that I am a loving and genuine person. And I want them to see that I have these great relationships in my life and that ultimately I'm a good person. So, yes, inspire. <laughs> what was the second thing I said? I don't even know. Being a genuine person and someone that never backed yeah. away from a challenge. What advice then do you have for other people? I mean, you can literally address people right now and any girl who's – on the path that you are on, who's putting in the effort and maybe is like, man, I'm, I'm practicing six, eight hours a night and man, I'm, I'm exhausted and is this worth it? Or the guy who's doing the same thing or no matter if it's dance or whatever, what advice and encouragement do you have for them? I think overall with any occupation that like you decide to go after, I would just say that be patient. Be, patience is key. Things don't come overnight, like you said. They... They take time. Those six and eight hours will benefit you in the future. You might not see it today. You might not see it tomorrow. But knowing that you can accomplish these things, I am a testament of it. I did not, I was not born an amazing dancer. I had to work for it. And there's so many other people that you may look up to in whatever industry that you're in that did not start off amazing. And you can do anything that you want to do. You just have to keep going. Don't let yourself get down. It's LA is like a big, huge filter system. It filters out the weak from the strong, and it's all in your head. It's your mind that needs to be strong, not just your body. And ultimately, if you put your mind to it and keep going and maybe take a no as a great thing, as I was not meant to have that, something bad could have happened, or it wasn't right for me, it was someone else's time. And making those no's and building it up, and that yes will feel so much better, that booking of a job will feel so much better that 
I remembered every step in a dance will feel so much better. So just keep going and, you know, keep your mind and your your energy and your positivity with yourself in line. I think that's the most important thing. Oh, my goodness. Thing. I love that. I love that. And I love that you looked right in the camera and literally addressed people. Because anyone's watching is, you want, really yeah. felt that. I mean, I felt like you were talking to me, and it's just so encouraging. Thank you. Next couple months, next, you know, year or two, what are the goals? What do you want to achieve, and what does that look like for you? You know, I am still working, you know, working on becoming what I want to be. So auditioning is definitely in mm-hmm. the process. I'm still doing that with acting. And I've really dedicated this year to traveling. So I... To have, where? Where do you want to go? Where all have over the you world. Been? I think I've been almost everywhere in the United States. Okay. So I want to experience other cultures, experience other life. Mm-hmm. I'm actually going to Argentina in a couple of oh, days. Fun. I know. I'm super excited. And then I get to go to Australia. Oh, and That's awesome. Um, I went to Amsterdam this past year, too, and I went to China. Mm. I just really want to take everything in. I think that will help me, you know, grow as a person, too, Absolutely. and know what, where other people come from and to experience life. I would never want to leave this earth knowing I didn't get to see everything so it's so much fun yeah. to go to a place where you don't know anything and, and you just figure get it to out figure it out yeah. yes you just gotta roll with it go with the flow it's oh a, my goodness that I is know. it's something that people think oh but i'm gonna be in a place where i don't know anyone and it's gonna be intimidating and i right, think that's a good no. lesson in general i mean have someone you're comfortable with maybe going with obviously you, that does help but i mean nowadays especially like you can be dropped in a place and you can figure it out Exactly, we bought these. Exactly. I remember I went to uh, Tokyo to visit my brother like two years ago, coming up on two years, and he had to work a lot of the time. So it was just me in Tokyo, never been to Asia before, didn't speak Japanese, and it was a blast. Oh, yeah. Trying to figure out how to get places and... Fuji, this is Mount Fuji. This is it. Nobody, they don't... Where are you trying uh-huh. to go? Fuji. Uh, Fuji. Oh, Fuji. Yes, yeah. Fuji. <laughs> you just learn, and exactly. then you realize that you can do anything, 100%. no matter where you are. 100%. Oh, my goodness. Jade, thank you so much. Of course. For coming thank on. You. Seriously, it's been so uh, encouraging and inspiring and just eye-opening for a lot of people to hear about your journey. Yeah. And the work that cool. you put in. Again, <laughs> pe- you. people see the stuff on Instagram, and they're right. like, oh, man, this, it's again, surface. this must have been it's so surface. easy. Yeah. But no, you put in the work. I mean, Thank six, you. eight hours when you're younger every single day. And if you guys want to follow her after the show, again, on Instagram, at JadeBug98. She posts, what, two or three videos a week? Yeah, at a minimum, I think. <laughs> I don't know. I've been taking a lot of class lately. I, I post, I, I at least post on Instagram yeah. every day. Yeah, and it's incredible. And you do live chats on there with people yes. on Twitter, at Jade Shanath, and also on YouTube. And then, obviously, on your website, and Fit to Be It, you're reaching out and building that community. Yes. Which is fantastic. And guys, you can follow me on Instagram, on Twitter, at the only MC. Plug Popcorn Talk because they are amazing, guys, at the Popcorn Talk on Instagram and Twitter. We're so thankful. This has been season two. I could never Woo! be. We wrapped it up. What an incredible show. What an incredible guest to wrap up. Hopefully, you guys learned something you felt encouraged, motivated, inspired. Guys, go out, live your best life. And again, as we talked about at the top of the show, find someone. With differing views, with opposing views, give them a compliment. Show them some love. Bring the world together. We'll see you guys next time. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. 
The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.